Welcome to the City Church Cardiff podcast. We're an Elim Pentecostal church in the center of Cardiff dedicated to bringing hope in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you're inspired and impacted by this message. Well, good morning, City Church Cardiff. Thank you so much for having me with you this morning, albeit virtually. I'm joining you from Letchworth in Hertfordshire this morning. And thank you so much uh, for inviting me to be part of your series, Shalom. What it is to walk in the wholeness of God. I just want to honour Pastor Dominic and Catherine. I've known them for many years and what I always value about uh, both Pastor Dominic and Catherine is that they are voices of wisdom, you know, both into my life personally, but also increasingly they are speaking into the life of the church across our nation, the life of uh, Elam Church as a movement. And they have really becoming voices where you want to lean in and listen. And so I just want to honour them for their contribution, honour them for how they are speaking with such incredible wisdom in this time. As I was praying over you as a church ahead of this, I felt like the Lord gave me a word for you as a church. And so I'm just going to start there this morning. And maybe you want to just have a moment where you are just saying, God, would you just speak to me? God, would you apply this to my life? But I really believe that um, As you reflect upon 2020, you could count it by the things that you have lost. But I believe the Lord wants to count it in what you have grown in and developed. I believe the Lord is saying over City Church that you are more creative than you realised. You are more adaptable and versatile than you could have known. You've developed a responsiveness and an ability to quickly react to the needs around you. I believe the Holy Spirit would want to commend your resourcefulness this morning and your diligence to respond, to do the best, to learn the most, to dig deep and to learn skills at a deeper level across the generations and across the ministries. I hear the Lord speaking over you just as in Isaiah it talks about the barren woman and he says stretch forth your tent and it's a stretching for purpose. It's a stretching that will lead to making space and making room. I heard the the Lord speak that that he in that stretch that he's done and he's given you the ability to respond, the resources that you need and that you can do that again. And just as the people of Israel journeyed from Egypt to the promised land and they camped and they followed the pit pillar of cloud, the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. I saw how um, God has given you the ability in 2020 to follow and move where the Holy Spirit is leading and moving. And this is not a season to hold belligerently to methods, structures or programs, or even I heard the Lord talk about buildings. But this is a season to respond quickly to the spirit, to move the tents when they need moving. 2020 will be far more marked by what you have gained and the lessons that you have grabbed hold of, the resourcefulness, the excellence, the responsiveness. And it'll be far more marked by those than the things that you have lost. And even though I saw that there were some losses that had really cut deep, some generals of the faith that that had been lost in the last season, 
Know that God has been honing and revising your skills and adaptability for this next season of rapid deployment to the streets, neighbours and the community that you've been placed amongst. So don't hold too tight to the building. You have been sent to a whole city. And if you will trust and follow the lead of my spirit, there is greater yet to come. So just release that word to you and perhaps where you are right now, just ask God, Lord, would you just release a blessing over City Church Cardiff, over Pastors Dominic and Catherine and the whole leadership team. Father, we just want to pray a release of your blessing, a release of greater resourcefulness, greater creativity, greater uh, rapid deployment to the streets. Lord, would you give them wisdom in this, in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to jump into part two of your series, uh, Shalom, talking about the wholeness of God. And how do we enter 2021 healthy? How do we conduct ourselves in a way where we feel whole and healthy and, and we can be who God has called us to be? You might have seen one of these memes on Facebook. I think I, they always make me chuckle. It says, I'd like to cancel my subscription to 2021. I'm 14 days in and I want my money back. Uh, and maybe you feel a little bit like that this morning. But how do we get ourselves healthy? How do we have healthy habits at the start of the year? Ephesians is really clear. It says we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good things that he has planned ahead of us to do. You and I, we are created for purpose. We are created with purpose in mind. Not that we are just uh, a part of some cosmic master plan, but that actually we are created to know and to hear the heart of the Father and to grow in that and to hear his voice more and more. And just like right back in Genesis, where God says to, to Adam and Eve, he said, be fruitful and multiply. I believe ahead of the church in 2021, there's the same call. Be fruitful and multiply. God repeats that call throughout Genesis. If you've started reading the Bible in a year, you will have come across it multiple different times. This words, be fruitful and multiply. And how do we walk in the fruitfulness that God has called us to? Bearing fruit, fruit that will last, God has a great uh, plan for us, but not only to be fruitful, but also to multiply. Multiplication is not the same as addition. And I think sometimes we can get quite good at leaning into addition. You know, we add things one step at a go, but multiplication is like this exponential growth of doubling and doubling and doubling. And I believe as the, the Lord is speaking over the churches as a whole right now, this is a season to be fruitful and multiply. I know Pastor Dominic and Catherine gave their word for the year about being saturated. What a great word for you as a church to grab hold of. It really is the key to being a fruit, living a fruitful life, to living a life of multiplication. And so how do we get so healthy and well that we can be fruitful and that we can multiply? And this morning we're looking at the whole area of relationship wellness, well-being in our relationships, wholeness in our relationships. And I, 
I think it's one of the most appropriate subjects to talk about at the start of 2021. If you've managed to uh, be in lockdown, work from home, homeschool, be separated from, from family and, and friends, navigate all of those things without finding some challenges in relationships, then congratulations to you. Worldwide statistics, so not just statistics for the UK, but across the world, will tell you that um, relationship breakups have increased in the last year, that divorce rates have increased, that domestic abuse uh, is on the increase and you will know from your own navigating of the the last year that actually living separated from friends and family living in a different environment can be extraordinarily challenging at times so how do we navigate our relationships well and i think one of the first things to say and it's not really the place we're going to land anything uh, this morning but just to say it is that if we want to have healthy relationships that's going to start with our relationship with god at the start of 2021 we need to make sure we're prioritizing that sense of intimacy with god knowing god more i love seeing on your leadership school that you're looking at this term hearing the voice of god it's going to be a great tool for you. We need to be leaning in to that. If you're anything like me, my habits thrive much better in routine and, and my routine's been thrown out the window. But, you know, although our routine has gone, let's be strong to make sure our habits remain the same. And as I was uh, reflecting on this whole topic, I felt drawn to a scripture that Pastor Stephen mentioned last week from number six. And it really did become an anthem call, a prayer that was released over our world last year when Elevation Worship with Cody Carnes and Carrie Job released this song, The Blessing, The Lord Bless You. It became like this anthem and prayer over our world. And I believe God just drew me to that. For this morning so let's read it together from numbers six the lord said to moses tell aaron and his sons this is how you are to bless the israelites say to them the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you the lord turn his face toward you and give you peace and so they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. We're going to look at three things that just kind of piggyback on off the back of that scripture this morning about how do we have healthy relationships. And the first thing we're going to look at this morning is that healthy relationships start in the place of God's blessing. I, I don't know how you look at your relationships, but we can have a tendency at, at times to characterise some that we pray about and some maybe that we just kind of work our way through and, and we deal with ourselves. And if we're not careful, we begin to um, segment our relationships to, to those holy ones that we pray about, that we ask God about, and the unholy ones, well, although we'd never call them unholy, but we would, you know, they're the ones that I just crack on with myself. I get on and, and work hard at those. 
But one of the really important things when it comes to relationships is that we bring all of our relationships before God. If Pastor Dominic and Catherine haven't said this to you yet, I'm quite sure they have. Uh, they say this phrase, life is a peach, not an orange. You know, and what we mean by that is you don't have these kind of segments of relationships that are the ones that are holy and set apart, and then those that aren't. Actually, all of our relationships, every relationship that we have, we bring before God. It's a whole thing that we ask God to be in the center of. And so we, we need to make sure that we lean in to asking God to bless our relationships in every area. Last year, um, I found myself taking part in an online challenge. And to this day, I can't figure out how I saw the advert for it. Um, but it, it was an online challenge with a bunch of women from across the world that was all about how to use your voice for God. And it was incredible. It was one of the standout uh, things that I did last year. But one of the things that intrigued me the most was as um, we got together and we learned together and we grew, the places of irritation or offense. See, when I'm irritated or offended, I, I tend to take like a step back and just kind of observe and, and just maybe retreat even more. But these women, they, they, in the moments of irritation where they felt offended, where they felt like challenged, they took a step forward and said, hey, God's irritating something within me. I wonder what it is that God wants to do in my life. And I reflect on the relationships that I have around me. And, and I see so often if something irritates or offends me, I will step back and say, OK, God, I, I'll just you, you deal with that. I'm just going to step back. But actually, maybe this year, God is calling us to step in and begin to ask God to bless those places of irritation and offence. You have collectives at, at, at City Church Cardiff and, and uh, I, I'm sure they're not uh, like our connect groups at Letchworth because at Letchworth there are moments where someone irritates you in our connect groups. You know, someone uh, offends you. And, and you've got to navigate that and deal with that. And instead of taking a step back, I actually say, God, would you help me? Maybe you've encountered that in your collectives. I mean, I'm sure you're more holy than, than we are, but, but maybe this is a season to step in and to say, God, would you help me navigate this? Would you bless every relationship, even the ones that irritate, even the ones that offend us? Let's be those kind of people in 2021 that ask God to bless. The Lord bless you and keep you over every relationship that we encounter. See, relational health, it starts in the place of knowing God's blessing in every area. The second thing we're going to look at this morning is that healthy relationships are both ones that release the blessing of God to us, but also from us. They, they uh, have a balance. You see, if we just surround ourselves with uh, relationships that just feed us, we'll end up becoming a bit soggy. My two-year-old is probably the only person I know that enjoys soggy cereal. She, you can pour her cereal and very often she'll leave it until it's just, 
you know, that kind of mush state. And that's when she'll go back uh, and want to eat it. But for most of us, soggy is not something we're, we're aiming for, right? If we, if we just receive and receive, we're going to become soggy. But equally, for some of us, we have a challenge where a lot of the relationships that are around us are ones that drain us, ones that, that take from us. And if we just have relationships that take from us, we're going to find ourselves becoming dry and crusty and irritable. We need a balance. Some people talk about having a Paul, a Barnabas and a Timothy. Paul being someone who speaks wisdom into our lives. A Barnabas, someone who kind of encourages us, who comes alongside us. And a Timothy being someone that, that actually we, we take efforts to, to mentor and to, to coach and to help. Jesus himself, he had different kinds of uh, relationships around him. He had the three. He had Peter, James and John. They were like the most intimate conversations were had with them. He had the 12 disciples who he took time to nurture and, and grow alongside and share meals with. Then there was also the 72, the, the, those that he sent out, those that he worked alongside, his, his kind of comrades in, in the Gospels. And then there was also the crowd, those that he taught. You see, we need different kinds of relationships. And I wonder this morning, as you assess your relationships and you look across the breadth of them, whether you say, well, do you know, what? I've probably got a bit of work to do. Maybe I need to add in a couple of places. Maybe I need to look in a couple of places. Who do you know that speaks into your life? I vividly remember a moment as a teenager where I was uh, facing a question and a challenge and I, I felt like I didn't have any voices of wisdom in my life. So I remember going to someone who ordinarily I wouldn't have gone to. And I went to them and I said, you know, this is the challenge of the situation. I'm not sure what to do. Have you got any advice? And they looked at me and they said, well, Sarah, what do your parents think? Now, no disrespect to my parents, but it hadn't even occurred to me to ask them like hadn't even crossed my mind to ask them I, I said I have literally no idea what they think and the person said to me well why don't you ask them well to my amazement I found that actually my parents had a great wealth of wisdom to share with me and maybe this morning you're saying oh, I don't know that I've got people to speak into my life I believe God just wants to prompt you and nudge you and say, who have you missed? Who have you overlooked that's actually someone that God has already placed in your life? You see, in the book of James, God says, you know, he who lacks wisdom, ask for it. And God will give without holding back. You know, if you need wisdom, I believe there are people that God has placed alongside you that are able to do that. And so if there's work for you to do in this area of breadth of relationships, both relationships that feed in and also feed out, I wonder this morning if you could just say, God, would you come and help me with that? Thirdly, and, and finally this morning, I believe healthy relationships are characterised by peace. By peace. And uh, as you... As we read that number six this morning, I, I felt like there's this moment, isn't there? The Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you, turn his face towards you and give you peace. 
shalom, wholeness. But notice what it doesn't say. It doesn't say the Lord will give you peace in relationships and take every single problem away for you. The Lord doesn't say uh, and give you peace outside of lockdown and outside of a storm and outside of uh, any challenges that you might face. Do you know what the amazing thing about the peace that God gives is that God gives peace despite the challenge. God gives peace in the midst of a storm. And so some of the hardest relationships that God calls us to navigate and to find our way through, God wants to lead us to a place of peace, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be challenge free. In fact, it doesn't mean it's going to be irritation free or offense free. It just means we're going to walk it hand in hand with God, asking God to help lead us to a place of peace. And the Bible is clear. It says that, you know, as far as it depends upon you, you know, we're not going to be able to reconcile every difference. You know, it takes two people for reconciliation, but we are going to be able to, to walk in a wholeness and a healing. Some time ago, I, I remember struggling with uh, someone in my life and we'd gone together actually to a, a meeting. And during the meeting, uh, the person speaking was talking about forgiveness and talking about dealing with offence. And I found myself the whole way through the sermon going, yes, Lord, pray you would convict my friend. I pray you would convict them that they would come and repent to me. And uh, I, I, I was sitting there fairly smugly just praying for the other person. And it came to this moment of ministry time. And as I closed my eyes and bowed my head to focus on what God wanted to say to me, I, I said, God, would you convict them? And I felt like God said, Sarah, you need to repent to that person. I said, no, Lord, have you not seen what they have done? I mean, have you not? You know, I can give you a catalogue. I said, no, Sarah. You have chosen to withdraw. You have chosen to, to remove yourself from that relationship and you need to repent. I wrestled with that word. I wrestled so hard. There was a perfect moment to do it and I, I didn't. And as we were driving home in the car, I was like, fine, okay, I will do this. And I remember turning to the person and thinking, well, maybe this is when, you know, if I repent, maybe then they'll repent and then maybe that's how God wanted to move. And I remember this really awkward moment in the car on the way home, turning to them and saying, just feel like God just wants me to repent to you for where I've withdrawn from the relationship. And it wasn't this wonderful them repenting to me moment. It was really awkward. They just went, yeah, <clears throat> thank you. And that was it. And I was like, Lord, what was that about? Like, they are too in the wrong. But from that moment forward, things started to change in my heart. Things started to change how I responded to that person. And although it wasn't irritation free, I was at peace because I had chosen to walk right. And I wonder this morning where, where there's people where actually it doesn't feel peaceful right now. I'm not promising you uh, that God will fix the other person, but I am promising you that if we come before God and say, God, would you help me walk in peace and shalom, that God will lead you and guide you to that place, even in the midst of irritation, even in the midst of difficulty. 
And so I wonder this morning, as we talk about healthy relationships, as we talk about being fruitful and multiplying, where it is that God might want to speak to you. Maybe this morning you say, do you know what, Sarah? I feel like across the board I'm doing all right. I've just got a few tweaks here and there. That's amazing. Pray that God would lead you in that. Perhaps this morning you're like, Sarah, you have no clue how crazy my life is. There is challenge on every front. Like I haven't got the first clue how to make a difference. I haven't, I don't know what to do. I believe that this morning the Holy Spirit would say to you, just take one small step. Don't try and fix everything, but ask the Holy Spirit, what's the one step that he wants you to make this morning? Maybe one step that you could make this morning is, is writing down a list of all the different relationships and, and people in your life and just daily praying over them. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you, be gracious to you, give you peace. Maybe uh, for you this morning, the first step is actually joining a collective. Maybe it's you've tried one in the past and, and you're like, oh, do you know, I, I, it's not for me. Maybe today God's prompting you and saying, do you know what? This is the season to be in relationship. If you want to be healthy, be in relationship. Maybe the first step for you is you are in a collective, but you, you kind of know what it is to have stepped back in those relationships. And, and God this morning has prompted you to step forward. And actually, maybe for you this season, it's, it's not just being ticked up and signed up to a collective, but it's actively making the decision, I'm going to show up. I'm going to go to it. I'm going to turn up. I'm going to be ready. Maybe you've looked at the collectives and you're like, well, there doesn't seem to be one that fits me. Maybe it's because you haven't joined it yet. Or maybe it's because you haven't started it yet. But I believe God wants to lead us in making some small steps forward to being whole and healthy in our relationships. So let's just pray together this morning. I feel like I'm just going to pray over you that blessing. And so, God, I just want to thank you for City Church, Cardiff. Thank you for the people here. Lord, thank you that they're on a journey to being fruitful and multiplying, to knowing wholeness and healing, to, to walking a saturated, spirit-filled life, that, God, you are leading them and guiding them. And, Father, I pray as they contemplate this area of relational wholeness, that, God, you would lead them. Pray, God, that you would bless them. That, God, you would keep them. That, God, you would make your face shine upon them and be gracious to them. Pray that the Lord would turn his face toward you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you are encouraged by today's message. To find out more, visit our website at citychurchcardiff.com or find us on social media.